0: Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real-life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, 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 yeah. thank you yeah. just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh. Good afternoon, good afternoon, and I just wanna say thank you, Jesus. Despite all that I've been through, I just wanna say thank you, Jesus. The word today will be awesome, if not for anybody else, it's going to be for me. And I just am thankful and praising the Lord and so grateful to see the sunshine this morning and feel the warm effects of the sun on my face after the cool weather last night. But we are thankful. So let us begin with prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today with excitement in our hearts and praise on our lips for all that you have done. Lord, this time last week, we were looking forward to Thanksgiving Day, but it has come and it has gone, but we still want to say thank you. We thank you, Lord, in spite of all the tests, in spite of everything that we've been through. We just want to say thank you. And we pray right now that your Holy Spirit would come into this place mightily and touch each one that's on the line, each family that's represented. Lord, we ask that you would be with the sick that are among us, the bereaved families, all the issues and challenges that we deal with, that you would be with us. In spite of everything, Lord, we know that you are in control, and we just say thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and we ask the Holy Spirit to come, Lord, and be present. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we're not going to be long. I know you hear hear preachers say that all be, all the time. I'm not going to be before you long, but really the sermon is not going to be long today. But um I think it's going to be awesome because it really spoke to me. So, um I have three scriptures. The first one comes from Proverbs chapter 29 verse 1 and all of these will be coming from the new king james version proverbs 29 and 1 says he who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy then psalm 127 1a 127 1a says Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. And then our third scripture comes from John, the gospel of John chapter nine, verse four. And it says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night comes. When no man can work. The title of our sermon for today is Heed the Warnings. Heed the Warnings. Now, we're all familiar with yellow lights. They are caution signs. They warn us of potential traffic dangers that we should be aware of. The lights themselves don't necessarily mean that you take any particular action or particular measures, but that you should be aware of the fact that you may need to alter your behavior depending on the situation ahead. You may have to stop. You have to slow down and so forth. The Bible is full of yellow lights, of caution signs, of warnings that your behavior may need to be altered depending on the circumstances. Some people think that the whole Bible is just a book of rules and laws that cause life to be miserable. But that's not true. The Bible is a dynamic organism relevant in any time and any place. It's not obsolete. No, it's right on time. And here's the thing the deeper our relationship with God, the better we will understand His Word. So that being said, let's dive into today's scriptures because these are some of the most important warnings in all of the word. That being said, we need to remember that it's quite relevant to us today. And if we heed these warnings, we'll find our relationship with Christ growing by leaps and bounds. So first of all, Proverbs 29 and 1 says, He who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy what does that mean? It almost sounds like a riddle. Well, basically what this means is if you keep on doing wrong after you've been warned and maybe even reprimanded and you know better then one of these days, probably when you least expect it, you will be destroyed. And not even the prayers of the saints will be able to help you. So it's saying here, don't be hard-headed and stiff-necked. And don't be thinking about somebody else you know that this applies to. You know how we do that. Oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. No, look within yourself at the stubborn things you harbor in your heart an excuse because you think you deserve to feel or act this way. No. If God has warned you to stop, to turn or to move, then do it. And the thing is a lot of bad habits start small. And because we don't see a bad outcome immediately, We keep on doing those things despite the warnings and despite knowing the dangers until something bad happens. You know, things we do all the time, every day, maybe not all of these, but somewhere it's going to hit you. Smoking, speeding, using the cell phone while driving, overeating not exercising, being unforgiving, stingy, uncaring, ungrateful, uncooperative, scornful, and the list goes on and on. We need to right that wrong before it is too late. Don't be like Humpty Dumpty. Yes, I said Humpty Dumpty. Now, why in the world would Humpty Dumpty try to sit on the wall with his big old self, but he did, and when he fell, no one could help him. Nobody could put him together again, not the king's horsemen or not the king's men. Nobody could put him together again. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know there was so much wisdom in nursery rhymes, did you? Yes. So the next warning comes from Psalm 127, 1a. And it says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Who build it? Unless the Lord is right there in the center of it, whatever you have a desire for or a vision for, consult God about it first, whether or not to even pursue it. How many of us have gotten in the middle of something and realized we didn't pray about it first and God didn't ordain this and now we're in trouble? But if you pray about it and God approves it, then continue to rely on him and he will bring it to pass. If he says no, then stop right there and look for whatever else God is ordaining. Listen, anything you attempt on your own apart from him. Might appear to work for a while, but long term, apart from God, it will fail. Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. As the Lord says. Or the song, there's a song that we used to sing sing all the time in church. The song says, without him. You're just like a ship without a sail. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. And finally, the last warning. Hey, we're almost done. The last warning is Jesus talking in John 9 and 4. He says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. Jesus knew that his time on earth was short. He understood that he was on a mission sent by the Father to save sinners. He had a sense of purpose and a sense of urgency. He didn't have all the time in the world. He was the light. So he had to do what he was going to do on earth before the darkness of his crucifixion. But the broader meaning of this scripture for us is that we too have a mission. We were created for a purpose Here on earth to be salt and light. We are to use whatever platform God has given us to be a witness for Jesus and bring glory and honor to the Father. And you say, what is my platform? Your platform is whatever you do, whatever you have. If you're a father, a mother, a grandparent, carpenter, a hunter, a, a, a singer, a cook, a plumber, a bus driver, a clerk, a farmer, what it, whatever you do. And what do you have? Do you have a car, a computer, a tractor, a keyboard? What is it that you have? A kitchen? Those are the things that God has called you to. Called you to do and called you to use. One day, night will come for us and we will no longer be able to do anything or to say anything we too should have a sense of urgency. Our soul hangs in the balance. Are we going to live for Christ or die and go to hell? And what about those around us? Night is coming for them too. So let's help them out. The scripture says I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night comes when no man can work. So today the word is so short, but it's relevant. It's convicting. We are to be about our father's business. Not being stiff-necked and hard-headed. Not trying to do anything without the Lord being in the center of it. And not waiting. What are you waiting for? Work on it today before the night comes. That's it. That's the word of the Lord. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the warnings, and we ask you to give us the wisdom and the courage to heed those warnings, to take them to heart, to listen to what they're saying to us in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for your guidance for your benchmark, for your standard that lets us know where we stand and where we should go, how far to the left, how far to the right, how low, how high, that we should be right in the middle of your will as much as possible. And we know, Lord, that when we fail, as we all will, that you're right there willing to pick us up and move us along. We thank you, Lord, for your love, for your favor, for your guidance and protection. And we ask you to help us to use the platforms that you've given us to be salt and light. We don't have to do anything grandiose. We can start right where we are with the few that we know, with those we come in contact with. We can start right in our own household, in our own place of business, of work. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. And you said that the greatest of all of us must be the servant of all. So help us to serve mankind and to touch your world. These things we ask and pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen today, everybody. I thank you for joining us. It's a beautiful day. Let's take advantage of it. Let's do all that we can do to glorify the Father and bring Him praise. Now unto Him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forevermore. Let us all say, Amen. Go and be great for God.